You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webster. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Bashy. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Kellyanne Payne from Pets Incredible to answer your training questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Ben, and he'll put you on the line with us. The show is produced in-house, in studio here at the farm by Mommy Lexi Lap. Hey, Lexi. Hey. How are you? Good. I see you're rocking Carson there. Yes. Good. We have a special guest joining us for the next half hour or so. It's Jeff Lazarus. He's the author of Listen Like a Dog and Make Your Mark on the World. We're going to be giving a couple of his books away, too. So if you want to listen like a dog or at least learn how to, we'll send a copy of the book to you. So stay tuned when we announce it. You can call in at 844-305-7800 and you can win a book. Once again, that's by Jeff Lazarus. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Kellyanne Payne. I'm Lexi Lapp. And you're listening to... Talking Pets, brought to you in part by SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator, and Nutrix. And if you've got an older pet, dog or cat, you want to make sure that you put them on Nutrix. Listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Kelly M. Payne. I'm Lexi Lab. And we want to talk with you at 844-305-7800 is the number. 844-305-7800. We want to welcome onto the program right now the author of Listen Like a Dog and Make Your Mark on the World, Mr. Jeff Lazarus. Hey Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, John. Love you guys. Love your show. I'm a fan. Thanks. Yeah, actually we talked to you about a year ago too, didn't we? Oh, uh, we did when we unveiled to the world Dogtology. Yes, that's a great book, by the way. I gave I gave that to a friend for Christmas, and they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, a they better Christmas love it because they're a believer, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, now you've got Listen Like a Dog, um, and of course by Jeff Lazarus. It's put out by HCI, uh, Life Issues Publisher. So, And you can find this book, I would imagine, what, in bookstores and online? Oh, absolutely. Every bookseller is going to carry it uh, online. Now I want to introduce you uh, also to Kellyanne Payne. Hello. Hey. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Excellent. Good to talk with you. You know, in the beginning part of the book, thank you to all of the dogs who have listened to me bark over the years. I always ended up feeling better. I like that. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, John, that's really where this was born, and a lot of people are going to identify with it. But to be honest, I've been blessed with three dogs in my life, each one for a very long time. And my last dearly departed dog, Romy, which I mentioned last year, you know, it was a cold, rainy night in February one time, and I just got to talking to Romy, and it wasn't just the usual you're a good boy, Romy, and do you want to go for a walk? But I decided to start talking about the troubles I was having in my life and just how I was disappointed in this and that, and it seemed to go on for a while. And, you know, one thing I noticed is he was very still, and never mind the fact he probably nodded off here and there, but that's not the point. (laughs) The point is that I actually felt heard. I got a lot off my chest, and I got to thinking about it, and I asked myself, How often can I say this about my fellow human beings? Not too often. No, that is true, because a lot of times when you talk to another human being, sometimes it goes in one ear and out the other. Yeah. I sometimes question, too, if you're paying for the therapy, if if it does the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing about dogs. We don't even have to have insurance. There's no copay required, except you are going to be obligated for a walk and treats. But other than that, you're good to go. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, we're doing the show here, and I know um, you've, we're talking about dogs here with Listen Like a Dog, but my cat just came to the back door at my pool. It's all caged in, so I don't like cats going outside other than, you know, in caged areas. So she was just n- knocking on the door, so Kelly just let her in. So she heard you. Even <laughs> you though heard she's me? a cat, she heard you. <laughs> you know, cats are a very different kind of listener, we know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Very they listen selective. when they want to. <laughs> yeah. But with it, with listen like a dog. I mean, is was that your motivation for writing this book? Was because you're you've always been a dog parent, or because of Romy? Because I know you have a dedication to Romy in the beginning part of the book as well. Yeah, I do. And and again, you know, it stems from my experience in talking to Romy and really all dogs in my life, and that I encounter even today. But you know, another thing I've noticed in my personal and professional life is the real lack of listening from others, and it stems from just casual encounters and. You walk up to somebody and they ask you, how you doing? And before you can even give them the standard, good, good, they go on. I'm like, oh, you really didn't want to hear me. And we all experience that. We've seen it before. But sometimes when you're talking to a friend and you want to share a story and you tell them, hey, guess what happened to me? You maybe get 10 seconds into the story and they jump in and say, oh, you think that's bad? You should hear what happened to me. And all of a sudden, it's about them. Yeah, and, and so these kind of frustrations they go on, and, and especially in the professional world, and in sales, and people who want to sell you something, they just talk your ear off. And so the the lack of listening really is an epidemic, alarming levels. And so my motivation was to take the experience I've had and enjoyed, and in, in talking to dogs and feeling heard, and in really putting a message out there, a very important message that we can all benefit from. You know, I think it's interesting, too, when you, when you talk about the lack of attention, and I think y- humans have kind of gotten it instilled in them, and not only for whatever reasons, busy or whatever, but technology. I mean, cell phones and iPads and all of that that's going on. Hey, I'm on this free app, or I'm on that app, and 
you know, they spend most of their time. I mean, I would go out to dinner with friends and they'd spend half their time on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, where's my dog? I'll just talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's so true. And, and technology is, is really something that I think is a bit misleading. We have a false sense of connection. And you're talking about, you know, people you're with and they're on their phones. And I had an interesting debate just a couple years ago when I started writing the book with somebody I'm close to. And she said, no, we're actually connected more than ever. Our communication these days is terrific. And I challenged that and said, I believe that we have a far greater number of connections, yes, but oftentimes superficial connections. And let's take Facebook, for example. So the mere fact that somebody has 795 friends, in quotes, doesn't mean that you have 795 people that you can contact when you need a shoulder to cry on. Exactly. Exactly. And so this digital world that we're creating is taking us away from the basics, the basic element of really listening to somebody. And if you think about, let's take Brian, who I know from Southern California, and Brian puts out something like chillaxing on a Saturday. And then what happens on that thread on Facebook? Oh, well, we're going here today and I'm at this restaurant eating this. And so what, what Brian's created in his own output, mind you, is not the ability for himself to be heard, because that's probably what he intended, but it's for others to give their output. He's given a form for other people to try to be heard. And guess what? Now you have a thread of everybody wanting to be heard. Well, that's the one thing that I like about, you know, the Facebook that we have for Talking Pets is that, you know, it gives the outlet for people to put in stories about their pets and remedies to other people's questions and stuff like that. So I think it's used in a good tense that, you know, I may have a friend in that's listening to us in Oregon and I'm not sitting next to them, but at least they see when they go on to our, you know, Facebook, you know, this is what's going on on the show today. Matter of fact, I announced Jeff, you were coming on today and and all of that so people get a feel for what's going on so it has its good qualities and it's bad but there's nothing like talking to your dog and and listening like a dog actually with jeff lazarus we're going to give away a copy of the book if you call right now 844-305-7800 844-305-7800 call right now and a copy of the book listen like a dog by jeff lazarus is yours i'm john patch i'm kelly m Payne. i'm lexi lap call now 844-305-7800 the fifth caller and the book is yours it's hard to find time for your furry family member that's where camp bow wow comes in all day play and overnight camp daycare and boarding for dogs everything is included large play areas for fun and exercise spacious cabins comfy cots even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone camp bow wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog for locations and more information visit campbowwow.com yuppie puppy city kitty provides pet lovers an opportunity to earn up to 50 percent commission selling our premium pet products Advocate Gina Brick says the opportunity to share such a quality product line with other pet lovers is amazing. The support of the Yuppie Puppy City Kitty family while working the business is a true gift. Mention special code PETLIFE when you enroll today and receive three additional products free. Find us at www.ypckpets.com. That's ypckpets.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
And you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Kelly M. Payne. I'm Lexi Lapp. Pick up the phone and give us a call, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. Like I said, we're giving away a complimentary copy of the book, Listen Like a Dog and Make Your Mark on the World by Jeff Lazarus. If you want to call, we'll send you out a copy of the book. Be the right caller, number three. We'll give out a book, 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. And, um, Jeff, when we were talking about, you know, listening and so on and so forth and, you know, our pets versus people and all, um, what about, like, listening is an important issue. Um, no doubt about it. So when you're talking to your dog, they are listening. I talk to my cat all the time, both cats, uh, constantly. People, you know, if people, people watched me, they'd probably go, this guy's a little strange. But, um... But you don't get anything back necessarily verbally, but you do get something back through their body language, I think. Am I right? Oh, you're very right. It, it's the body language. It's the comfort. It's their silence, unless they're barking at you, of course. <laughs> but then you probably deserve it. But it's, it's that silence that allows you the ability to be free, free to speak your mind, free to feel unjudged. You can tell your dog or your cats, in your case, anything that you want. And you know what? They're not going to hold it against you. They're not going to judge you. They might laugh at you, but we don't know about that. And that's the wonderful experience that we have. And we feel so connected with them. And it's that exact experience that if we created for our fellow human being, that could just transform every relationship in our lives, both business and personal. And you cover all this, all these topics in the book, correct? Correct, absolutely. So, why do you think that you know our? I mean, why do you honestly think that our pets are good listeners? I mean, do you think it's because they can't talk back, or do you think it's just that they just like to hear our voice? We want to think that maybe they understand, but do you think they totally understand what we're going through? I mean, I notice sometimes. Okay, if I tear up and I'm talking to my cat, there's a different reaction in her versus if I'm just sitting there talking to her. Well, we all know here on the line, we know that our pets pick up a lot from us. They can tell our, our mood, the emotions. They may not always know exactly what we're saying, probably just a few words here and there, but they know when we're happy, they know when we're sad, and they know when we need them. But see, the real difference that I find with our pets is that they put us first. And think about the concept of agenda. And here's something we don't think about. We as humans have an agenda for every waking moment. If your agenda is, oh, I'm not doing anything, just watching TV, that's your agenda. If I'm going to listen to Talk and Pet, that's your agenda. So every second, every waking second of the day, we have an agenda. With our pets, their agenda is us. They'll look at us and say, Mom, Dad, what are we doing next? Oh, we're going to lay here on the couch? Okay, great. Where are we going next? And they put us first. That's the big difference. It's their unselfish nature. And again, something I can't stress enough and talk about in the book is if we can do this for a fellow human being, put our agenda aside, and it's tough, but if we can do it, it's amazing how you can transform your relationships. You know, there's a quote in your book, and it's on page 197, and it says, A dog has lots of friends because he wags his tail and not his tongue. I like that. You know, it's funny I know you bring a lot up of people that wag their tongues and they shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
way too many. And it's so uh-huh. funny you bring that up, John, because I, I told a friend of mine just, I don't know, three or four days ago that that was one of my favorite lines in the book. Are you serious? Yeah, and it, yeah. but it's so true. And I just think, you know, some of the things I write, you know, this one's funny, this one's crass, that one I consider cute. The fact that dogs have so many friends. I like that, though. I mean, that, that's a good one. I mean, definitely. And um, so how long did it take you to put this book together? In one sense, I've been writing this book my whole life. In another sense, well, I've been typing it up <laughs> for 2013 and 14 uh, with a lot of my own experiences, my own teaching in the professional workplace, my own observations, which I discuss throughout the book. I'll, I'll talk about my different encounters, especially in the elevator. I love the elevator. You get in there, and then the other person gets in and thank goodness for the cell phone, because now they have something to look at beside the numbers lit up. You know, it's funny you brought that up, because you brought back a memory to me when I was in when I was in college, and I was in theater class, and we had to go into town, and our, our thing, our homework, you might say, for that one night was to go into town and to find a building with an elevator and go up and down on the elevator, but don't stare towards the door, stare towards the back wall. <laughs> How to make people uncomfortable 101. Exactly. <laughs> I got into an elevator one time. It was at my mom's office and it only has four floors or whatever. And we we're going to like the top floor because my mom was trying to show us how like decayed the building was. And I stepped on it. We're on the bottom floor and it like shook so bad. I walked up the stairs and I was eight months pregnant. I was like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> I hate elevators. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that everybody's accustomed to a routine. It's like when you get in an elevator, you're, you walk in, you turn around, and you stare at the door. That's the rules. Yeah, it, it's weird. But do dogs stick to a routine in your in your defense on this one, Jeff? Well, yeah, we all know that dogs are all about routine. But again, that routine centers around us. See, we can set the routine so the dog knows what time it's going to eat, what time it's going to have a walk, play time, etc. But it goes back to that agenda being us. If you walked into an elevator and there was a dog there, that dog's now going to be interested in you, not the numbers mm-hmm. above the door. And it's certainly not going to stare at its cell phone, its IWAG 9 that it stood in line to get before it came out. No, the dog's going to be interested in you. And see, dogs break down barriers. And I understand I'm preaching to the ultimate choir here, mm-hmm. but it's true for, for listening as well. You know, we're so accustomed to, wait a minute, are you talking to me? Well, wait a minute, I want to be heard, and wait, you want to be heard, and it's this battle of voices. But that's not the orientation for a dog. And the dog's there to listen, and, and they listen with that silence. That's what we need to learn how to do. So, Jeff, hold on to that thought, because I've got a couple more questions for you when we come back out of this break. We'll continue on with Jeff Lazarus. He's the author of Listen Like a Dog and Make Your Mark on the World. Wayne's getting a copy of the book in Portland, Oregon, listening on KBNP, so congratulations, Wayne. Give us a call right now. The third call also will get a copy of the book. Compliments of Jeff Lazarus, the author, Listen Like a Dog. Call right now, and the book is yours, 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Kelly Ann Payne. I'm Lexi Lapp. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Even if you've got a question or a comment, we'd like to hear it. 844-305-7800. Number three caller. Call now and the book is yours. This is Talking Pets. Welcome 
when we ran out, we stopped using it. Why would you stop? Why undo all the good that's been accomplished? We thought everything was fine, and that was not a good thing. No, 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 no. He started stinking. It was awful. Shedding comes back, loss of hair, lots of dandruff. Scratching will return. His shedding will increase. If I ever took Roy off a of Dynavite, he would go back to his hair loss. <gasps> D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. When I get down to the bottom of my box of Dynavite, when I get to about three quarters, oh no, I've got a couple more scoops. It's time to place my order. Dynavite.com. Each and every day she is getting that Dynavite. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Just feed your dog right. Use Dynavite. If it's working, don't quit. Don't do what I did and run out. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. Dot com. <laughs> Pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to hear from you. 844-305-7800. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Check us out at TalkinPets.com. No G in the Talkin' and join us on Facebook and Twitter. This is Talkin' Pets. And they called it Puppy Love Oh, I guess They'll never know How a young heart How it really feels And why I love her so And they called it Puppy Love Just because We're 17 you know, Lexi, this is when music was good. I agree. It had meaning. <laughs> Other than Beyonce walking the streets with a baseball bat lately. <laughs> but this music had meaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. It had depth. It did. You know, I was watching the other day. Um, you ever see that? Uh, oh, geez, what is the name of it now? It's on Sunday nights. Uh, it's with uh, Steve Harvey. Uh, little, It's a little kid. It's all about oh, little kids. Wait, it's... Kids say the darndest thing. No, it's, it's like it's Ellen's thing. Shortstops or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's a, it, Ellen and him, Ellen produces it, and he's right. like the host of it or whatever. And I, I know what you're talking about. It's hysterical. I, I mean, well, not even hysterical. It's just great. I mean, these kids are so smart. Yeah. But there was one where this little kid walks out, and he was, I think he was a piano player or something like that, and he had to be like maybe eight years old or something, and he says to Steve Harvey, and I would have, I would have wet myself, but the little kid's sitting there, and he goes. Yeah, music is just horrible these days. It really has no meaning behind it. And he likes, like, Sinatra and stuff like that. And I'm like, you go, eight years old. Mm-hmm. There's a kid with a brain, hopefully. Find appreciation. Yeah, I want to see music turn that's, back. Uh, back to the 80s. That was good music. Mm-hmm. Or I love Motown. Motown yeah, and Motown the doo-wop stuff is my favorite. Yep, I agree. Absolutely. And I, I love swing. I mean, swing always puts oh, me in a good mm-hmm. mood. I don't know what it is, but oh, for some yeah. reason, it's just like, yeah. Big band. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. 844-305-7800. We have a book to give away from Jeff Lazarus, Listen Like a Dog, and Make Your Mark on the World. Pick up the phone and give us a call, and the book is yours. Number two, if you're the second caller, 
844-305-7800. If you've got a question or a comment, pick up the phone as well. 844-305-7800. Jeff, the one thing I want to ask you, what about, were there, were there three things that basically you witnessed in conversations that, you know, you believe that people can do better? Yeah, quite a lengthy list, actually. You know, in the book, I, I call our, our very bad habits leash law violations. You think about the leash, and the leash is for restraint, control, and most of all, we don't want to lose our loved ones, so they're on a leash. But in reality, it's us who needs to be on a leash because we do things like become the runaway train. We all know that person that never stops talking, and then you end up avoiding them. In fact, you don't even take their call half the time, right? Scary thought is I, I, hate to, I hate to even interject on this one, but <laughs> yeah. I'm dealing with one of my best friends like this, and I keep, Lord, if he's listening, he's going to hate me. Um, but I keep trying to tell him, here I'm talking about it on the air, I, my therapist right now, Jeff Lazarus. Um, but, you know, he talks so much, and he doesn't know how to stop. And people end up walking away. And you're right, then they don't want to answer the phone, or they don't want to communicate. So, yeah, I have that friend. Yeah. <laughs> And unfortunately, I think a lot of us do. And that friend, yes. John, it's called a shock collar. What size neck is he? <laughs> I try to give him signals now when we're in a group of friends. but <laughs> Or you could click him anytime he's quiet. Even if That's it's just true. to take a breath. That's an idea. And pop oh a God. Hershey kiss in his mouth or something. I'll get a clicker. <laughs> no, usually it's like, here, have another drink. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I like that one. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually incorporate the, the drink method. <laughs> Note to self. It's called the pouch method. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of things, though, that we do to each other, and one of them is what I mentioned before, and that's this concept of one-upping, and it's a big pet peeve of mine, and it's certainly a, a big leash law violation. And, you know, I had an experience a couple years ago. I was in an accident. Somebody rear-ended me, and I was in a bad place, and you know, a lot of people would text me, hope you're doing well, but it got to the point where I, I would tell somebody, yeah, boy, I had this accident, and I don't know, I'd get 10, 15 seconds in, and oh my gosh, you should hear what happened to me five years ago. <laughs> and suddenly the conversation's about them five years ago, and I'm actually injured at the very moment. <laughs> and so it's very frustrating, but we tend to do these things to one another. You know, we we tune out. We daydream, we multitask, or what we think is multitasking, which is generally a failure. And, and these are all habits that, you know what, we're all guilty of some of them. And number one, interrupting. Let's not forget that. And that's a whole section in the book, by the way, where I have a very interesting mathematical quotient. I dare anybody to try to solve and figure out your idea. I think that's interesting, though. We're all guilty of these factors. I yeah. mean, talking I too much, interrupting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all guilty of it. We all do it. Some more than others. But, you know, it is... It, and, and a lot of people will be able to pull a lot of these things out of your book, right? Listen like a dog? Yeah, well, absolutely. You're going to read about them. You're going to probably be in denial and think that it's everybody else but you that does it. And uh, I think there's a lot to be realized and a lot to learn. And, you know, if you think about it, no self-respecting dog would ever do any of these things to you, right? That's the wonderful thing about them. And so yeah. even Wayne in Portland's going to read about him. And thanks for listening to Talking Pets, Wayne. He just <laughs> got himself a book. And the thing, too, is like with, um, I got to ask you this one, like in relationships. I mean, how, do, how can people use Listen Like a Dog to maybe better their relationships with their 
not only ones that are in dating mode, but maybe ones that are married with husband and wives or whatever. I mean, how can they use this book in that reflection? Yeah, I think it's a wonderful question and something for all of us to realize, because sometimes we think, you know, we've been married 10 years, you know, kind of set for life and that thing. Well, guess again. Mm. You, you know, the goal of listening is to understand, and people don't get that. People think that, okay, uh, yeah, I hear you, I hear you, and what are we doing? A leash law violation? Waiting for our turn to speak. Okay, we're listening, we're listening, we're listening. Okay, wait, I'm on, it's my turn. But no, if we step back and we take in the other person and we really understand them, right there we've made a giant step in our relationships. That alone, as you mentioned, dating, that was one of the points you just made, because I was listening, is that we're going to actually get people's attention. We're going to become not just interesting, but we're going to become better looking, sexier, because guess what? That other person is going to feel understood. They're going to feel connected just like you feel when you talk to a dog. They're going to have that same feeling, and they're going to like you. So your likability goes through the roof. I know the thing is, I, I don't know when I, I don't have dogs right now. I've got my cats and my birds, and now i just got chickens. Um, so <laughs> i got the whole farm going on. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, I don't know when the last time was that my cat cheated on me or lied to me, um, but it seems like in the human realm, that happens a lot. Yeah, it does, and... Uh... Let's see, cats cheating. Do we want to go down that path? Because I got some tough news for you, John. <laughs> well, my cats don't go outside, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but it's not like you can lock your mate in the closet or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. It just generally doesn't go well. I was just going to say, that's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but of, you... uh, Lexi, where is Mike and the baby? <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, we're out, Lexi. How many closets do you have? See, it might take a while. You need to read the book, Lesson Like a Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Cheat Like a Cat, I think. Let me, let me start typing that one up this cheat afternoon. Like, cheat Like a Cat. <laughs> See, my cats don't cheat, though, because they don't go out. They've got each other, although she's sitting by that door wanting to. Isn't that a term, although, catting around? Yeah. Although, when someone new walks in, you're old news. Yeah, it is kind of true. <laughs> so I guess they do cheat in their own little way. <laughs> See? Yeah. But cats well, it's a great cheat, book. and you don't know it. Jeff, this is a great book, and congratulations on Listen Like a Dog. And uh, we look forward. When's your next one coming out? Maybe Listen Like a Cat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ignore Like a Cat? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Listen Like a Giraffe, Listen Like a Guinea Pig. But here's a a hint. For those of you who have read Dogtology, in that book lies the answer. Hint number two, it's going to be a hit in John's household. There you Hmm. go. (laughs) Hmm. I, I have an idea now. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Jeff Jeff Lazarus, thanks so much for joining us. It's it's always a pleasure talking with you, and thanks for the advice. And you know, it actually you know makes that light bulb go off above the head a little bit. And um, you know, a great read. Listen like a dog and make your mark on the world by Jeff Lazarus. We recommend getting it online. You can get it in bookstores, but if you're lucky enough, call right now and you can get a copy from us. Eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. The number three caller eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. And the book is yours, Jeff. Thanks for joining us here on the show, and uh, you know, give our best to uh, all your uh, friends and listeners out there. I will. Thank you, John, Lexi, and Kellyanne. It's been a pleasure as always. You guys got a great show. Love it. Thanks, Jeff. Take care, Jeff. All right. Take care. That's Jeff Lazarus, the author of Listen Like a Dog and Make Your Mark on the World. Everybody wants to make a mark, that's for sure. Maybe not like the dog on the cover, which I think is absolutely adorable because there's a fire hydrant to him. So I guess he's making his watermark. But, you know, you want to make a mark on the world. So, hey, you got a voice. Use it. 
but use it in the right way. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We're open to your training questions and your behavior questions for the next couple of minutes. But you are listening to Talking Pets. Looking for the best advice on pet health, safety, and travel? Connect with the Pet Lady. Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady, will surely be in a city near you real soon. She will be spreading the good news for pets and pet lovers from tips on dog and cat care, pet industry trends, and the best events for you and your four-legged family members. Need a great gift idea or insights on the hottest pet gadgets? Simply follow the Pet Lady on Twitter at Pet Lady World. You can also learn more at the Pet Lady at thepetlady.net. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this week's Talking Pets Radio social media update, I'm Lexi Lab. This past week on the Talking Pets Radio social media channel, we had some really good posts. A sweet boy is brought to tears by a puppy in the best way possible. A, squ- a squirty kitty, a squinty kitty tries to steal a whole fish from his owner's plate. Pug puppies and a great story on Matilda, the resident kitty at the Algonquin Hotel in New York. We also posted a great story on International Guide Dog Day, urging people to resist petting guide dogs while they're working. This is one. This one is very imp- imp- informative. And let's not forget the video story of the cute puppy whose mom died and was taken in by a cat and her kittens. But we started last Monday with an adorable video of bulldogs who braved a bridge over water, sort of. You can reach all of our social media channels right from our homepage, TalkingPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram links are all on the top of the homepage. Make sure you and your friends like and follow along all week long for entertainment and informative Talking Pets radio content all week long. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lapp. I wouldn't call myself a social butterfly. And there's not much that separates me from the other guy. But when I log in, I begin to leave. There's an online world where I am king of a little website dedicated to me. With pictures of me and a list of my friends And an unofficial record of the groups that I'm in Before the internet, friendship was so tough You actually had to be in people's presence and stuff Who would have thought that with a point and a click I 
would know that Hope Floats is your favorite flick. Harry Connick Jr. Facebook. Facebook. I'm hooked on Facebook. I used to meet girls hanging out at the mall. But now I just wait for them to write on my wall. Take a look. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Kelly M. Bain. You need to watch this music video. It's hilarious. Oh, really? <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. Harry Connick Jr. is dreamy. You like Harry Connick Jr.? I do. Yeah, I liked him on American Idol. I thought he did a good job. I would imagine you watched American Idol. You... This past season, I did. Oh, did you? Because it was the last one, but I had not watched it in several years. Well, they think it's the last one. It's the I don't last know. One. I don't know if you caught the end. Why well, be a dead horse? Well, they they darkened the whole building, and all of a sudden, everything went to black. And all of a sudden, you hear Ryan Seacrest come back on the microphone in the dark and goes, "For now." Oh. <laughs> so I was like, "Hmm, okay, they're gonna try to tease it." Yeah, they're gonna revive it somehow, probably, and make it fresher, maybe, or something. I don't know. I don't. Can they call it American Idol again? Who knows? I like the show. I Idol America. They'll call it there you go. X Factor. Yeah, well, that, that <laughs> failed after two years. Yes. But now Simon's joining that show during the summer now, America's Got Talent. Yeah. And, um, I, looking forward to that, because I like Simon. I, I like his opinions. I didn't mind X Factor, except for everybody that went on there was singing too, just like American Idol. It, it brought out Fifth Harmony, though, and it's, it's a good group. That was the girls the, are doing good. That was the only reason why I didn't really like X Factor, is because it was pretty much the exact same thing as American Idol, except for you could have, like, five-year-olds on the stage or 80-year-olds. Like, that was, like, the only difference. And I'm just like, I liked the talent. Like, yeah. it's supposed to be a talent show, and everyone's talent is singing. It's like, be a little more creative. Like, Well, it is a music show, though. I mean, it is a singing show. I mean, it's not America's Got Talent. Um, that's got a whole variety of shows, and it's got animal shows as well. And I think actually one year, I think the guy I, won. I think the guy did win with the dogs, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Because well, the America's Got Talent, they go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Pretty, they get right. the Vegas show or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people go on there singing too. And it's yeah, just like, do. oh, like another singing show. They do. They, they go on there singing <laughs> and they succeed. I mean, I was um, a big fan of that girl, uh, Jackie Ivanko. Matter of fact, I wonder if she's like more operatic. And she was like nine years old or something like that. And her, oh. she had a voice of like a 25 year old. And it was, wow. it was enchanting. It was angelic, actually. And then the other day, I'm flipping the channels in the morning, and, and the morning show, she's on there, and I'm like, she's all grown up. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now she's, got, now she's a pop singer. She's oh. changing over to pop. Well, it's, how do you get on the radio? It's like, wow, where, where did all those years go, though? That's how you sell records. How old do I sound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get big downloads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it was uh, we were speaking with Jeff Lazarus, Listen Like a Dog and Make Your Mark on the World. A great book, great conversation, about conversations, actually, and speaking with your... You know, with your pets or versus speaking with humans and all. But we have a book to give away. If somebody wants to call right now, it's yours. The number three caller at 844-305-7800. Just call Ben. Tell him you want the book, and it's yours. And it's a great read. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. So, uh, Kellyanne, do you think, like, I know with, with you with training and stuff like that, and you're working with animals all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking to them. Actually, I encourage people not to talk. <laughs> really? I do. I mean, in Only a training purpose? For training purposes. Because Only. people are so verbal with their, just in general, not just with their pets. But a lot of times, the very best thing you can do when you're training a dog is to be quiet. And bite your tongue. Um, and I think dogs much are much more inclined to pay attention to you if you stop talking. Because 
it's the absence of you speaking that suddenly captures their attention in that moment, in that scenario. They turn around, they're like, they're not talking, so I need to pay attention. Do you work a lot as a trainer with clicker tra- training, or do you use commands? I uh, both. Both. Um, I do. I I do love to work with a clicker to establish new training with a dog um, when they're first learning new behaviors or um, perfecting behaviors. But as soon as that behavior is learned, I'm very quick to phase out the clicker. So you don't have to walk around with a clicker all the time. So uh, like with your voice and stuff like that, you use a stern voice when you're training. No, actually, um, that's not my style. Um, I encourage people to really beep. <laughs> I encourage people to speak in a normal tone. No curse words. Beep. What did I say? <laughs> oh, that's not my style. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> you do say don't spend a lot of time talking with them, but use the commands or whatever when you're training them. And tra- Well, a lot of times it's not... Um, Sit, 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 sit. No, I said sit, 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 sit. It's sit. And that's it. Yeah, it should just be a single word. It's much easier for the dog to digest what you're requesting of them if you it's a single word. Instead of giving them a whole entire sentence, sit down now, dog. That's a good boy. Oh, what a good boy. Would you be a good boy for a moment? You're looking Would you so pretty sit? today. Oh, that's a good boy. But oh, now sit. Oh. <laughs> yes, just stop talking for a moment. <laughs> you know what happened at work today? Uh, <laughs> well, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. Speaking new to your pets and help control that pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, make sure you go to your local animal shelter or your rescue group and get one from there. I'm John Patch. I'm Kelly. I'm Payne. I'm Lexi Lab. Thanks for joining us here in this hour talking pets let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com